0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast i have with me another very special guest rachel D. grenwall how are you rachel
1: Mm, i'm fabulous thank you so much wow fabulous
0: that's what i like to hear from my guests so uh, especially female guests and uh, (laughs) this uh, this is a no because it it pertains or uh, it's germane to the conversation we're going to talk uh, about being fabulous, I think, and finding your fabulicity in yourself, <laughs> if that's yeah. if, if that's even uh, a word. But uh so can you tell me what you do?
1: I am a life and spiritual coach.
0: Life and spiritual coach, yeah. I like uh, those kinds of I have a mixed... Uh, relationship with those kinds of people you know and (laughs) naturopathy and acupuncture and all the new age stuff but Mm -hmm. there is there is something to say I'm beginning to see more and more about a life coach and stuff like stuff like this so how did you find yourself in a situation where you started being a life coach yeah putting aside your personal story first then. Yeah,
1: so um, I just began to help people in the world and in the community around me, found that I was really good at it. And um, I was inspired by Tony Robbins because um, uh, the boss that I had uh, where I worked at the time said that I could be a lot like him. So I sort of investigated what it was that Tony Robbins did. I found that he was a life coach. And um, I got a life coaching certification from a education company online um, in order to give me a little bit more credibility, and I began branding myself as a life coach online, and the rest is kind of history.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned when we talked for the pre-interview, I don't want to, you know, to divulge any uh professional secrets of the profession but uh (laughs) but i will do this uh, a little bit just we we uh we and i specifically uh, interview my uh, guests before but uh uh, it's not uh, important for what i'm going to say because you told me that you started this kind of journey journey from experiencing some kind of a spirit spiritual awakening that happened at once with no warning signs. Yeah.
1: So
0: mm-hmm. you, yeah, that's right. Can you speak great. to that experience?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. It I did have a spiritual awakening in two thousand and fourteen that prompted me to begin my own healing journey from addiction, trauma, and mental illness, and. What that looks like when I explain what a spiritual awakening is um, for me, I think it can be different for everybody, but for me, it was just a sudden and intense knowing of a lot of information that there was really no logical reason for me to know. And it was accompanied by visions of multiple pathways in my life that I could take and how those would kind of play out. So it was like, hey, if you keep going on the path that you're going on then this is kind of what's going to happen, and how bad it's going to be. And it will ultimately like lead to these awful situations and your death. And then if you go on this other pathway, and you heal yourself, and you, you know, follow your calling and purpose, and, you know, do all these things, then it'll look like this, and it'll be really great. And you'll have this awesome life, and you'll help lots of people. And I was like, oh, crap. So yeah, let's do that. Let's do the good pathway.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you mentioned that you sort of You were a magnet for people, for, or a a cry, a a shoulder to cry on, maybe for a lot of people. So how that, how did you became uh, come to be known as the support? uh, I don't know, uh, a supporting goddess. I don't know.
1: I like that term, I'll I'll take that. Maybe I'll yeah. borrow that and put it on my website. I'm the support of goddess. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: the, God of, the goddess of support, yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah so um, I did the things for myself first. I, I wasn't seeking to be somebody who was helping other people. I truly sought out to heal myself fully and completely. And when I needed something for myself, when I knew that I needed to learn how to set boundaries, then I would just kind of go home and Google like how to set boundaries and I would binge all the material could find. I'd buy all the books about setting boundaries and I'd read them all and I'd ask, you know, to go to therapy sessions and support groups. I'd be like, what about boundaries? Like what about boundaries? You know, and I'd just soak up all the information that I could find all around me about that subject that I needed and then start applying it to my life for myself to help myself. And then so what happened was by doing that and really just immersing myself in the knowledge of the subject that I needed for me, I came to know it very, very well, very thoroughly. And then so I would be sitting in support groups and at meetings and things and other people would be going through that and be like, "Uh, I know about it. (laughs) Like, I'll tell you about boundaries because I know all about boundaries now since I just did nothing but learn about boundaries for 3 months straight and i'm now a great boundary setter. So then i would tell other people about that information and then so i i really was good at rapidly healing myself and thoroughly healing myself. And so the more that i did that and the more i you know just was stayed present in the recovery community people began to know me as the person who knew all of the stuff about all of these subjects because I learned it all for myself and so and I would just reach out to offer that hand if I saw somebody else struggling with the things that I have learned how to fix then of course I wanted to give it to them you know so like well let me do you care if I like share with you about so I know about that thing Um, and so that would just happen more and more every single week and the next thing you know like people would be coming to me going Hey, I feel like you might be able to help me because you're really good at this like recovery stuff. You're really good at this healing stuff. Um, let me ask you a question about like, sure. And and then people began to think of me in other times. And somebody would they knew in their life would be going through something. They go, oh well, you know what? I bet Rachel can help you because she knows how to do this recovery stuff and she knows how to do this healing stuff. And um, and it just kind of happened like that, kind of organically and naturally, one person at a time.
0: So how does uh, when someone comes uh, comes to you? Uh, maybe you're you're the good uh, Samaritan, shall we say? Uh, they're they're not Jesus, uh, but you're the good uh, Samaritan. But uh, <laughs> so how do you? How does a, a session or w- working with you? How does it look like? Is there a planned uh, program or schedule that you have to follow? Are there the things that you give to people to do, objectives they need to obtain during the process?
1: So um, both both ways are good, right? So like ruleless, less limitless, um, unplanned experiences can be great. And then really structured, scheduled experiences can be great. And when it comes to structured and scheduled, um, that's what like my online school is for. So I create courses that people can do, um, on a self-help school, like an online college sort of thing. Um, it's called I am Raquel Academy. That's the name of my business is I am Raquel. And so they can go onto I am Raquel Academy, which you can get to from my website, which is www.iamraquel.com, And you can take yourself through programs that are already laid out and structured, and you know what kind of information you're going into, and it comes with homework, and it comes with things like that. So if that's the kind of person that you are, like, that's um, the pathway that I feel like would be right. And then working with me personally, one-on-one, is a lot more unstructured, and um, what I would like to call an intuitive experience. So when I'm working one-on-one with somebody, I really connect to them and their energy. So I have um I, I come to find out in my healing process that I have some I guess sort of like psychic gifts, psychic abilities. I don't really know like what how yeah, I'd like, like to that find I
0: have uh, have them too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like mine is just like that I'm really empathetic. So I can connect deeply to somebody and I can feel the things that they feel. Um, and then I, I have, uh, what's called clear cognizance, which, um, I, de- which is just a sudden knowing of information. Like I kind of described my spiritual really awakening, you suddenly know that some things that there's really no logical reason why, you know, so during connecting yeah. with somebody, um, I might be like, you know, just suddenly have an answer for them that I never got mm-hmm. that training. I never got that certification. I never went to school to know how to give somebody this information. And it's just intuitive to them. During that experience of connecting with them, I receive guidance spiritually that can help the person. So I love that route. um, But you can't, you know, uh, guarantee any sort of specific success, right, you can't say for sure that that's going to happen every time, so um, there's both pathways, and I kind of like to do a combination of things with people, I mean, of course, I'll use my formal education, I have formal education, I have a life coaching certification, a peer support specialist certification, I have a bachelor's of science and psychology, Mm -hmm. you know, so I do tons of side trainings, and I take my own courses from coaches, and I am constantly learning and growing um, in my formal education, but you can't, you know, reproduce a, an intuitive experience. And that's what I think is great about um, yeah. one-on-one coaching.
0: So I gather that you are working on an upcoming book uh, or that is uh, being released uh, to, I don't know, uh, being published, released. I don't know. what. Yeah, already
1: published. Already yeah, published. Yeah.
0: Yeah. no don't know what, what's the correct term. I forgot but uh, can you talk about the book, why you wrote it, what it contains, how can people get help for themselves or for other people, I don't know, uh, through that book? What are the main themes that are running through the book and why are they important?
1: Okay, for sure. Okay, so my book was published in November of 2019. It is called How to Wear a Crown, A Practical Guide to Knowing Your Worth. It was written because it was what I needed (laughs) and it didn't exist already. Um, I struggled with self-love and through all my healing journeys, all of the mentors, all of the coaches, all of the greats that I would get help from, were like, you need to love yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to just practice more self-love. And, but nobody could ever really tell me exactly how to do that. So I was like, how do you do it? What does it look like? Somebody tell me an action to take. And in my process of trying to do those things for myself and figure it out, I began to channel, you know, um, and get guidance from the universe to help myself with the process, and it began to come out as a book. Um, I kind of saw in, like I explained in my spiritual awakening, like a vision, right? I saw the book cover, and then I began to hear the words and the introduction start pouring out. And I was just like, oh, 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 I gotta write this down. Like I gotta write this down. Like I had no intention really of writing a book. It just sort of, um, I always say that it was a gift from God to me um, that he's allowed me to share with with everybody. Um, And so I give God all the glory for the book. It really, I, I might have some good language skills and good English skills. Like I was taught well how to be a writer. But as far as um, the healing content in the book, like that was a spiritual experience for me to receive that information. And it kind of it began based around. So a crown, the crown is, it refers to the crown chakra of the chakra system. And the crown chakra is just to be like your most enlightened chakra that where you can be like most connected to your spiritual self and so it speaks of that and it refers of that but in a more literal sense with an actual crown on your head like we have this vision and um i broke it down into uh, the four rules of royalty which are speak to yourself like royalty treat yourself like royalty carry yourself like royalty and honor yourself like royalty and then so in those four sections will be tons of information about how to um do positive self-talk and self-loving self-talk, how to do great self-care. Um, and it sounds so surface level when I'm saying those things, self-talk, self-care, but it's really, it's so deep. And then, you know, honoring yourself and how to have dignity and respect yourself and make these moves in your life that are self-loving, big actions, and then how to take, um, those actions and the things that you do with your life to carry on the message and and, and create this ripple effect of self-love and, and teaching self-worth to other people in the world so that we can have a chain reaction effect of healing the world around us and bringing more self-love, which will inevitably, inevitably bring more peace to our world if we can teach this concept to every person.
0: Yeah, every person needs to... To find some kind of perspective, have some kind of spiritual awakening, and we've opened uh, another door, shall we say, another op- opportunity for people, and they they will find out for themselves. <laughs> Want to yeah. thank you so much, Rachel. This has been uh, wonderful, great, um, organic, oh. which is most uh, important. And uh, I think we'll have a lot of things to talk about in the future if you want.
1: Yeah, I would love to. Can I share? I forgot to say, like, where to get the book.
0: (laughs) Yeah, please do. That's the most
1: important part, right? How to get it. So they can get it. It's exclusively on on Amazon uh, for $9.99. You can just look up How to Wear a Crown, a practical guide to knowing your work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice. So thank you so much. And goodbye
1: have a good one thanks for having me
0: thank you for watching bye bye